Hi everyone, it's Lil T with Unapologetic T. Thank you all for joining me. How are you all? How's everything going? First off, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here. I'm super excited to talk with you guys again this week. Um, and also find me um, on my social media. Um, if you don't already follow it, it's Unapologetic. Ooh, I better double check actually before I give you the wrong name unapologetic.t, like I'm going to spill some tea, T-E-A dot podcast. Um, go follow me for updates on when new um, podcasts are going to be releasing, when we're going to spill the fucking tea, um, and we're going to be talking all about all of the things. So follow me there. Um, also, just so you guys are aware, you can also send me anonymous uh, questions, comments, stories, concerns, um, anything and everything. If you want me to talk about a certain topic, if you want to share your nasty ass stories with me, uh, just go onto my Instagram and under the highlight reel, you'll see the word anonymous. Click that. It'll take you to the link and you can send me over all of the things that uh, you want to talk about, say, um, whatever, get your voices heard. And I will talk about those at the end of the podcast. Let's get started. All right. Hi. Hello. How are you guys? Um, as you are mostly aware of, my last podcast started about 20 seconds in. I know we had some technical difficulties. If you follow my Instagram, I did a quick little rundown on I was going to fix it, but you know what? This is real fucking life and shit happens and these are growing pains and I am not fucking perfect and I will never ever try to be. This is what it's all about. Um, so how are you all? Thank you for being here. Um, we're going to do a little mental health check right now. I'm at like a seven. I feel like a seven is yeah, that's where I'm at on this day. By the time you guys are hearing it, it's me Thursday morning. Um, I feel a little overworked, overplayed, overfucked, and my asshole hurts. Oh my god, you guys. I'm just fucking kidding, you nasty asses. No, but really, I have been fighting a fucking UTI for, I swear, like a fucking month. And I don't give a fuck if that's TMI for some of you. If you have a vagina, you know what I'm fucking talking about. For someone that went from like never fucking having sex to having sex to three plus times a day, shit gets a little wonky, okay? Get over it. Anyways, guys, that's enough talk about that. Uh, relationship life versus single life is fucking crazy. It's insane trying to navigate all of the things here. I mean, it's great. It's amazing. We're having so much fun. But I have learned to have so much more patience and communication and vulnerability. Sorry, y'all. That was my littlest daughter coming in and letting me know that she wanted to show me that she was eating dry top ramen. <laughs> Y'all, I'm just saying, this is this is my life. This is what we do. We're not fucking perfect around here. And like I said, we ain't ever going to fucking try to be. Um, and don't be judging me for my kids eating fucking top ramen. I don't care how much money we have. We're fucking eating top ramen. Anyways, uh, relationship life versus single life. Woo, we are on a train. And I'm not ready to get off of it. Nope, nope, nope. But we're just navigating it. Um, Y'all, most of you know we went to Night in the Country um, last weekend. We spent 
four days out in the desert heat. It was fucking hotter than a motherfucker. Um, but we had a great time. It's so fucking crazy and interesting to me that eight months ago when I bought the tickets, I was single. I was just going to go with the girls. I was going to take them on a little adventure. Um, but it's crazy because anyone else I decided to invite was like when I was drunk in the last eight months. And honestly, if I'm going to be honest, we're going to spill the tea a little bit here. There was like three guys I had invited drunk and two of them actually fucking bought tickets. I mean, come on now. Sober me is not responsible for what drunk me does. We all fucking know this. Plus, what did these men actually think? I was going to bring them with my fucking trailer. I paid for the fucking campsite. And you were going to come with my kids? Yeah, the fuck right. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, one thing you got to know about how I used to be, emphasis on the used to be, um, is that it's my game, baby. You were just part of it. Sorry, not sorry. I'm joking. Jesus, get your panties out of the wad. Um, honestly, though, one of the guys was one of my like best guy friends. And tell me why friends got to go and fuck shit up by catching feelings because your girl was not fucking interested in this man. Nope, nope, nope. Be good or be good at it, y'all. And, you know, it is so crazy to me how many people I had telling me, like, this is not a place for kids. It's not a place to, you know bring your children. There's too much. I had one person tell me, oh my God, they're going to see like naked people running around. I, you know what? <laughs> I went last year, um, just me and one of my friends at the time, actually a guy I was kind of dating anyways. Um, and I scoped it out before I brought the girls this year and there was plenty of children there. And I know that I'm going to keep my kids safe. I'm going to do the things you guys, these two kids, they get to do things that most kids don't get to do. And I actually had a few people reach out to me um, during the weekend saying, it's so awesome that you include your kids. Um, I don't know how you do it. Like, you know, my kids would never be able to be out in the middle of the desert for four days. First of all, I did go out and buy myself a little trailer this uh, year in March. That makes a world of fucking difference. I mean, we've been camping for the last 15 years in the back of my motherfucking car. So we stepped it up this year. It made a ton of difference. We got to play at the river during the day and cool down. We got to go back and have a nap time before the concert. We got to shower. We got to get dressed and ready um, and then head down and listen to some music. So you know what? The girls had a fucking blast. I'm really excited that they got to experience that and I can't wait to do it next year. I hope that I can talk more people into, uh, you know, bringing their kids out and make it a whole big family party. You know what I mean? Um, my guy is super, super patient. He did so great with the kids. And, you know, I feel like for so many years, gosh, what was it? Had to have been, I don't know, 10 years, nine years. Um, I had 50-50 custody, you guys. And so, yeah, I was used to um, only having my oldest half the time. And then once I had my youngest, I had her half the time. And I was used to being able to do whatever the fuck I wanted to do. I was able to go up to Tahoe. I was able to party every other weekend. I was able to go to concerts on times that I didn't have my kids. Not anymore, you guys. I have them 100% of the time. If I'm lucky, which most of the time I am, 
my best friend, Joe Day, y'all heard from her last week, um, will take the girls for me so that way I can go do something or go out of town or something. But that's not, I'm really trying not to do that, you guys. I'm trying to give my kids real life experiences, things that most kids don't get to do. Um, and it's not so much about that, but these are memories. And I'm all about making these huge memories for my kids. It's really fucking important to me. And they do great. They do fucking great. I mean, four days in the middle of the desert. We did fucking have somebody reach out to me and ask me why I wanted to start doing a podcast Um, and if you haven't heard from the previous podcast that I did with Mama J um, this is my own podcast I'm gonna bring on people and interview them Um, but you know the reason why I decided to do this it's been something that's been weighing on me for a really long time and I'm finally getting the nerve to speak up, tell my story and share my story. And that is because of you guys, because a lot of people have reached out to me saying, I don't know how you did it. You're so brave. I don't know how you've gone through everything that you've gone through and kept pushing through. I don't know how you were single for five years and then randomly found love. Um, I mean, there's, you guys give me the inspiration to share my story. You tell me that my story has helped you get through your things. And that's why I'm here. Not just that, but My oldest daughter's father, he publicized our relationship, our breakup, our court stuff, um, all of our problems, custody, child support, anything and everything, and half of it, 90% of it, was lies. It was posted all over social media for the entire world to see. And I deleted my Facebook, and I sat back. And I just let everybody believe what they wanted to believe because at the end of the day, it wasn't worth fighting. It wasn't worth arguing. It wasn't worth trying to um, tell my side of the story. It was literally emotionally, physically, mentally exhausting. And I didn't have the want or the need or the will to even try and defend myself. I knew that my number one job was to take care of my child the best that I could um, and provide for her and go to work and work hard for her and our lives together were more important than whatever was going on on social media. So I never chimed in. I never ever chimed in. So this is my way of saying my piece, getting my story out there, um, and also, you know, compare, let, being there for other people um, that also have similar stories because we're not alone and I wasn't alone and I am forever grateful for the people that were in my life that helped me get through my things. Um, so that's, that's where we're at. Um, and I've even had people reach out to me after he passed away saying, I'm so sorry that um, you know, I believed everything that he said. I mean, these were people that would literally comment on his posts on Facebook, Facebook, talking shit about me that have reached out to me saying, we're sorry, we believed everything. We are sorry, whatever. And I don't expect people to apologize. I don't, you know, whatever you believed what you believed. And my life has kept moving. My world keeps on turning. Um, but that's why I'm here. That's why I am doing all this thing for everybody of that I'm gonna get right back on to night in the country though you guys night in the country was a fucking blast and I've had um, I think I said it previously people reach out and say how the heck do you involve your kids in all of these things they think it's great but they need advice on how the heck do they do it 
And you know what? I have been racking my brain on how you do it. But the girl, it's been the girls and I for years. I mean, you know, between a few failed relationships, I haven't introduced them to anybody. And then now this one, but it's been the girls and I, I've been a mom since I was 19 years old, you guys. Um, I really just do it. I mean, you figure it out. Um, granted, you know, all kids are different. My kids are great sleepers. Um, I was the mom that used to vacuum the house while they were taking a nap when they were babies because I never wanted them to be sensitive to sound. Um, also, I don't put time to the side for my kids to take a nap, and I never did. I'm like, you will fall asleep when you fall asleep, and if that means you fall asleep in the car on the way to the next event, that means you fall asleep and take a little cat nap in the car. If you fall asleep in your dinner at the dinner table because you didn't get a nap today, that means you fall asleep at the dinner table because you didn't get a nap today. I'm not the type, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with the other type of parenting. I'm not saying that it's wrong to be make sure the house is quiet when your kid is sleeping. I'm not saying it's wrong to be the mom that, you know, tells all her friends or family or whatever, we can't do this until after 2 p.m. because so-and-so's nap time is from noon until 2. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. I'm just saying this is what I did and this is what works for me, you guys. Um, and I hold the girls accountable and responsible and I'm very honest with them and they're very honest with me and um, it's fun for me. It's fun for me to enjoy things, doing things with them. Don't get me wrong. There are things that I want to do without them. Trust me. You know, if we didn't take the girls out tonight in the country, then uh, my babe and I would have been running the whole town, the little mini town, the whole town, I say, <laughs> the RV park, I guess we could call it, but I hate that because it makes it sound white trash. We'd be running around to all the after parties at night after the concert. We didn't do that once. And granted, I'm not just, you know, saying that's not because we didn't try because we did. <laughs> but most of the nights we got back to the trailer after the concert and ended up laying the girls down and then sat out in front and just talked and looked at the stars and listened to all the background music and every part everybody partying and having a good time and we really just enjoyed ourselves, you guys. We just soaked it in, soaked up the outside. Um, and had a really great time. I've been trying to figure out what this next part of the podcast is going to be named, and I think actually I just figured it out. Uncensored, unfiltered, unapologetic. That's what this fucking podcast is about, and this is the part we're going to turn it up a fucking notch and talk about the things that are a little embarrassing, but I know we all fucking go through it, or most of us anyways. And if you're saying that you don't go through it, I don't want to fucking hear it because if you've done these things, you've fucking gone through it. So you guys, before Night in the Country, um, we took the boats out. So my dad has a speedboat, and then my sister and brother-in-law have a wakeboard boat, and then my brother-in-law's brother has another little boat. So we went out and had a day up on the lake and... That's what I love to do all summer long is be outside, be up on the lake, um, wake surfing, whatever we can do to get um, up on the lake. I mean, we spent the whole day up there. It was a great time. 
Um, I mean, there's no bad days on the fucking lake. There just isn't. So I just had to share this funny thing that happened. So Addison, my oldest daughter, she decided that she wanted to ski. She wanted to learn how to water ski. The girl can wake surf like nobody's fucking business. And she got up on the wake surf immediately. And it's so funny because when I was growing up, I used to ski it took me longer to learn how to wake surf because I'm just not used to going to the side. I mean, I used to snowboard, but like skiing and wake surfing are just so different. My body was just not used to going to the side. It was just used to going straight. So my dad has kept my water skis um, since I was about Addison's age, 12 years old. Um, and so I sat in the water and was trying to teach her how to get up. You know, at the end of the day, there was just too many people around shouting at her, do this, do this, do this, you know, trying to just give advice, trying to be helpful. She got frustrated. She couldn't get up. So she gave up. My ass is like, hey, fuck, I haven't been up on water skis since I was about 12 years old. That was 20 years ago. Oh, my God. I'm so fucking old, you guys. How did that happen? 20 years ago. But I used to be a little ripper. I used to be able to go back and forth and jump the wake and zoom out. And mind you, this is all being towed behind my dad's speedboat, a speedboat with a big block 69 Chevy motor in it that shoots nitrous through it. <laughs> But that's what I was raised on. That's what I know how to ski behind. And so I was like, you know what? I don't care that these skate these skis say that the weight limit is 90 pounds. I'm getting my 130-pound ass up on these. I can still shove my feet in them. I'm getting up. I'm doing the thing. Oh, my God, you guys, the fucking nostalgia. Like, literally so fucking happy, so free. I was able to get up, rip back and forth, jump around, um, and then... I fell. <laughs> and when I fell, I fell with my ass hitting the water. And if you've never gone down with your ass hitting the water at high speeds like that, all I can say is I got up saying, I just got a free fucking enema. I guess I should call my man and let him know. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, that's so fucking gross. Ew. Okay. Anyways, moving on, moving on. The week before Night in the Country, we, uh, we, I was getting all ready, you know, I had to go get my manicure and my pedicure, which for real, I don't know why I went and got a pedicure anyways, I was in boots all weekend, but whatever, my toes are pretty, it's all good, um, but I also needed to get my fucking pussy waxed, like, it's been a few weeks, she was a little overgrown, she needed to get waxed. When I tell you that Asian women do not give any fucks. This fucking woman was cracking me up. I will always go back to her now. Always. First of all, they give zero fucks. She had her hands like holding my fucking shit down, pushing my lips to the side, getting underneath every single fold and all of the things, <laughs> making sure there were no fucking hair on that kitty cat when I walked out of there or my butthole, right? But she was fucking cracking me up. She tells me, um, oh, oh, is that wax hot? And I was like, no, 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 it's fine. She's like, oh, good, because some of these ladies I have, I put the wax on there, and then they start moving and jumping around because it's too hot. And I'm like, bitch, you're going to wax your lips together. <laughs> when I say I'm trying not to move from laughing so fucking hard while she's putting hot wax on my fucking vagina, I am not fucking kidding. I'm laughing so hard. 
So obviously this is the day before I get my pedicure. And she says, you know, do you want to get up on all fours so that way I can get your asshole and your butt crack? Or do you want to like put your feet up to your chest? And I'm like, yeah, no, it's fine. I'll just put my feet up to my chest. Like that's, I don't have to put my whole ass in your face. Like I'll just put my feet up to my chest. I'm pretty flexible, whatever. So I put my feet up to my chest and she fucking straight up calls my ass out. Girl, you need a fucking pedicure. Look at your nasty ass toes. And I'm like, okay, I'm going tomorrow, bitch, to get a fucking pedicure. <laughs> like they give zero fucks. I couldn't even imagine saying something like that to one of my clients. Oh my God. But I was fucking dying laughing. She was hysterical. And she's talking about how this girl came in like a few months ago and saw the picture of her husband. She said, you see that picture over there of my husband and I? And I was like, yeah, she said, this girl, she comes in, she had some nerve. She comes in, she says, oh, your husband and one of my friends went on a date a couple weeks ago. And she said, I'm sure as fuck she did, bitch. I was going to divorce his ass a couple weeks ago. (laughs) And I'm just... She was straight up fucking serious. She was straight up serious. She was like, oh, no, we figured it out. We go to counseling. We move on from that. But I'm sure she did go on a date with him. And I am just fucking dying. If you are listening to this and you are a wax performer, um, you have got to up the fucking giggles because damn, it was a lot easier getting the hair ripped out of my vagina when I was laughing versus sitting there super serious. And if you're going to get your vagina waxed, find somebody that makes you laugh because she was fucking great. And not just that, but if you're given waxes, don't be scared to get up in there. Get that shit off of there. There's nothing worse than getting a full Brazilian wax and feeling like you have to go home afterwards and clean up the hair that was fucking missed because your girl is too fucking timid and scared to get up and get up in there. I mean, do all the things, spread it apart. I'm let's be serious. Also girls, like make sure you're not on your fucking period and you're fucking clean. Go fucking home and take a shower first. Don't fucking be putting your nasty ass, stinky ass coochie in your waxer's face with your fucking boyfriend's cum dripping out of it. Nobody wants that, okay? Nobody fucking wants that. Take care of your damn selves before you spread your legs on somebody's table. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just fucking saying, you guys. Sorry, I had to get a little sip of my truly there because I'm fucking dehydrated. I actually should be drinking water is what I should be doing. But who wants that when you're fucking listening to me? You want me to be fucking sober? I'm a dud when I'm fucking sober. No, I'm just kidding. God, quit taking everything so fucking seriously, you guys. Um, I'm going to move on to this next part. This is something that I've been thinking about. I know in my first podcast, I bleeped out my man's name. And then two seconds later, I fucking said it. (laughs) And if you didn't catch it, you can go back and listen to it. Whatever. Um, I am trying to keep him private from all of this. And he is just such a fucking sweetheart. He's like, you don't have to keep me private. Like, I'm not afraid of anything. He's got that big dick energy. You know what I mean? Where he's like not fucking insecure, not like scared or shy to fucking talk about anything. He does not care. I told him if there was anything controversial that I was going to talk about on the podcast, I would talk to him beforehand. And he was like, I don't give a flying motherfuck what you have to say on your fucking podcast. Um, But as I was thinking about it more and more, 
anymore. I'm still going to keep his name, you know, mostly private until I accidentally slip up and then in the editing forget to fucking beep it out, you know, whatever. We're going to try. Um, I just told him, I was like, you know, when you involve other people into your space, you're also inviting negativity. And I know that. I know that uh, with my pictures and videos on Instagram. Um, I know that with having social media for all of these years, it happens to all of us. We invite, you know, people to have a fucking opinion. So if you have an opinion, don't be fucking rude. Um, don't fucking shame anybody. That's not what this is all about. Um, but I know that I'm involving people in my life and inviting any type of energy. I know how to block that. I know how to block out the negativity. Um, and I just don't want it to be brought onto him or, you know, whatever on any of it. You know, this is a, a fairly new relationship. And the last thing a bitch needs is to say some fucked up shit on a fucking podcast that gets all the crowd riling and, you know, gets him into a predicament too so we're not gonna do that I mean it's only the second episode you guys we are not there yet okay quit being so pushy <laughs> just kidding <laughs> I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um but no like I just cherish him I cherish our relationship and I just want to try and keep him as private as possible although if you follow me on my main account you have seen the pictures and the posts um that I've made of him and like I said before, I don't want to hear shit because I haven't posted a picture with a man in five motherfucking years. So get off my motherfucking case. Okay. All right, you guys, this is the part of the podcast that I'm going to jump into questions. Um, I had a few of you write me and we actually got some funny ones and I um, love you guys. And then we got some PG ones and I'm like, I can't really like respond to the PG ones because I don't know how to respond. This is explicit, bitch. Fucking get me those stories. Get that explicit content out here. I want to hear your fucking nasty ass UTI infection stories. I want to hear <laughs> what the fuck you guys have to say, okay? Um what okay, the for anyways, we're jumping into this. The first one I got last night, I was actually kind of laughing. Um it said opinion on birds. Um I don't like them none of them. Um, I don't care if it has wings or if it plays on a fucking DJ stand. Anyways, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> we are not going there. Okay. The worst advice you've ever given. I was reading these last night when we were sitting at the dinner table, just laughing my ass off. You guys, I've given some pretty fucked up advice, but I've also given some really good advice. Um, my oldest daughter immediately jumped on this train, um, and she was that she said dating advice. <laughs> She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Okay. Um, I was laughing with my honey, and I told him I was like, you know, the worst advice that I probably have ever given somebody in the past was dump his ass. Dump his ass. I mean, single me, toxic me. I was all about that. You're not happy. He did that. Dump his ass. He filled up your gas tank, but he didn't wash your car through the car wash. Dump his ass. He bought you flowers, but he didn't buy you a card. Dump his ass. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding you guys. No, no, no. But really my first respond to any kind of fucking drama with my friends and their ma them mans. Okay. Ew. That was fucking gross. 
gross. And I would say cringe, but I think my oldest daughter would literally fucking kill me if I said that term because I'm not a cool mom, okay? <laughs> I can't say that. But no, that was my, that's probably the worst advice I've ever given. Don't work it out. Just fucking dump his ass. Hey, I know how to live my life single and be fucking happy. That doesn't mean I'm not going to fight for my relationship every single day because this man's worth it. Um, but that's, that's just, that's that. Okay. All right. Let's move the fuck on. Okay. This one made me fucking laugh. Um, it kind of annoyed me at first, but then I was like, bitch, you're going to get, you're going to get this because men are stupid. Boys are stupid, not men. Um, I mean, shit, it could be a girl. It's anonymous. I don't fucking know. How serious are you? Not even spelling R and you out. Are you and you're, you are BF question mark BC. I'm trying to hit for real. (laughs) First and foremost, you clearly don't know who the fuck I am. Um, and for you to send this to me on a anonymous post means that you really, really, really don't know who the fuck I am because, or maybe you do. That's the reason why you had to send it anonymously because, you know, I would literally fucking rip your balls off, um, and drag you through the mud and post you on all of my fucking social media for being a fucking illiterate, illiterate, All right, let's try that again. For being an illiterate fool, okay? Um, I was single for a long fucking time. These messages, these comments, these guys out here. Girls, step up your fucking standards, okay? If a man slides in those DMs and can't even spell the words out, can't even try. That wasn't even trying. How serious are you and your BF because I'm trying to hit for real. Get the fuck out of here. Bitch, take her to dinner. Buy her fucking flowers. Do something fucking nice for her. Don't fucking slide in the DMs like, you want to fuck? You want to Netflix and chill, bro? Like, we're past that, and women's standards are so much fucking higher, and I'm so proud of us for finally realizing, like, it's not flattering. It's not cute. We're not fucking impressed. Get the fuck out of here. Moving on. What was the best day so far this year? Hoo-wee. This is a hard one because I am genuinely a pretty happy fucking person and I make sure every day is a day to remember. I don't care if it's something super simple. I don't care if it's something extravagant and crazy. Um, Pretty much every day for me is a day to fucking remember. So um, the best day that I had so far this year Oh man, that is a really fucking hard one. I guess the best day that I had so far this year had to have been at Hangtown. Um, that was in June. Yeah, it was like the first or second week of June um, when my honey and had told me that he loved me for the first time. <laughs> that was probably the best day, even though my response to him was giving him a hug and saying thank you. <laughs> I just, guys, okay, it's been a long time since I've been in a relationship. Don't judge me. Don't judge me. Anyways, um, I have COVID. Any show recommendations? Oh, shit. I really don't watch a lot of TV, you guys. Um, I have watched New Girl on repeat for the last 10 fucking years. And if you can hear that coughing in the background, sorry, it's my fucking old lady dog that 
can't hold it together, but she can't be without me. She has to be right by my side. Otherwise, she'd be crying on the other side of the door. Yeah, and, and that one was uh, my boyfriend's dog who has taken a very fond liking to me. And he can't wait on the other side of the door for me either because he'd be crying. <laughs> but they have a lot to say today, you guys. They have a lot to say. Anyways, show recommendations. Uh, I'm obsessed with Yellowstone. I could watch it on repeat. And I know that is so cliche of me to say. But I look at my man. He's like a real life rip. And don't tell me. That you don't have the biggest fucking crush on Rip and Beth being together. Okay? I'm not that bad of an ass of a bitch. And for any bitch that tells you that she is that badass of a bitch, get the fuck out of here. You're not. You're not. She's a badass bitch. Anyways, I'm sorry you have COVID. Try to feel better. Take some medicine. Get some rest. Um... Nobody gives a fuck about masks. I don't want to fucking hear that bullshit. Um, and hopefully, I'm not even going there. Not even going there. Moving the fuck on before I piss somebody off. Um, biggest red flags for a girl. Oh, this is a good one. I just received this one, like, right before I jumped on to do questions. So, nice way of swooping that in there. Biggest red flags for a girl. Um... If she always turns her phone upside down when you're with her, she's never available to hang out. Um, I'm sorry to say, but if she fucks you on the first night, she's probably fucking other guys on the first night. I mean, but I know relationships that have worked out with people that have done that. So you never know. I mean, um, if they have a lot of codependency I think that's a huge red flag for anybody if they're jumping from like you know person to person to person because they can't live alone um, if they especially if they have kids if they have kids and they've had a lot of boyfriends or make a lot of posts of the man with their kids um, I think that's a huge red flag somebody who doesn't communicate can't communicate with you um, doesn't meet you halfway, like on what you're doing for them, uh, pushes you to the side or gaslights you or makes excuses on every, on anything. Um, you know, I mean, I'm giving away all my secrets now, guys. I, I don't know if the girls will really appreciate this because, uh, I'm not a fuck boy anymore. So now I can spill all the fucking tea for all the fucking red flags. Hey, I'm out here for both sides. Okay. I'm out here for the men. I'm out here for the women. We got to do both. We got to fucking do both. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyways, you guys, it has been real. It has been fun. Uh, I'm not going to take up a fucking hour of your time today. We're going to move on. Uh, quick little update on Miss Mama J and her daughter. Uh, she unfortunately got some abscesses. Uh, after her surgery for her endometriosis. So she's been in and out of the hospital in North Carolina trying to get her infection gone, get her temperature down. Um, so if anybody could send some love and light to them over there, um, she's been, but Auntie J's been, Mama J, she's been walking on the beach. 
Um, you know, she's been gone for a long time. She's going to be gone soon, though. I can't wait. I miss her. Um, love you guys. Go follow me on uh, Instagram. Keep up to date and share this with your friends. Rate it. Um, only if you're going to give it five stars, though, because if you're going to give it one, you can keep that shit to y'all motherfucking selves. Um, anyways, if anybody wants to be on the podcast, if they feel like they have some things they want to share, anonymous or not, um, write it in those stories, okay? I know y'all are as fucked up as I am. Otherwise, you wouldn't fucking be here, okay? Let's just be honest. We're a hot mess express over here, and we're inviting all the hot mess, so... Don't act like you're better than anybody else. Be nice. Be kind to your fucking servers and your waiters and your people that showed up for work because nobody wants to fucking work anymore. And have a good motherfucking week.